1: Call 562 314 4603 for complete details.
2: What's up, everybody? Welcome in to the early edge. I'm your host, Alabelle. We got a fantastic show lined up for you today. And I'll tell you what, before we get into our picks, let's take a look at how we did on yesterday. I'll tell you what, overall for the brand, it was a pretty good day. We see here in the uh, morning show. Soccer going three for four. We had all four until second half. Vancouver decided one of their guys to use a Nashville player's head as a kickball. and got a red card, and that kind of hurt us there on the both teams to score. Mikey coming through on the North Texas there, minus one. And I'll tell you what, we go to uh, some other places. We had buckets one for two on his soccer plays. Bart W. Green, two for two on his. And the Bowman Buckets Parlay coming through. We had this thing going out for two days and both. Our guys drill it there. But the story, our college football team, nice day, solid day. But Micah Roberts, my man, you were crushing it all over there. We see 2-0 record there for you. Let's bring it the stars of the show because, Micah, I want to talk to you real quick. Dude, not only did you nail all your picks, college football, you even nailed Northwestern, taking them on the money line to win outright, and one of our guys won $4,000 off of that. Micah, well done,
3: sir. Hey, it makes me feel really good that gives uh, give some information and people put it to use and make some money off it. That's what this is all about. So uh, hopefully we can uh, keep it going this week and pick out some more winners because we've got fresh teams. We've got fresh offensive lines. We've got some teams that are better prepared. You know, I look at Ohio State right this week, Notre Dame coming into town. Notre Dame's coming in with all five starters returning on the offensive line. I'm not saying they're going to win, but it's something to seriously consider after this week because the better offensive line pretty much won every game yesterday.
2: Yeah, you dude, you're spot on about that. Spot on. So well done, sir there. M squared. My man, how we doing,
4: sir? We're good, AB. We've got all the technology fired up working this morning so far. Uh maybe knock on wood a little bit on that one, but uh yeah, it's day baseball. We've got some NASCAR still, great golf. You know what? I love football. It's almost here. But I'm still going to enjoy this day because there's a lot of great sports action today.
2: Yeah, there really is. And I have to tell anybody that was watching the show on Saturday or even Friday, the just the electronic issues that Mike was going through. Thanks to our man, Chief. We all love Chief. He's probably the most popular one on this show. But uh, yeah, the fact m Square is coming through. Nailed it, dude. That's what a professional does. Speaking of a professional, John Bowman, my man. Looking sharp. How are we doing, sir?
1: Good, AB. Yeah, I know football season just started. Everybody's excited for football season, but I don't do football season, so I'm going to be here for the rest of baseball season, so I'm excited. Got all the way through October this year, so we're going to get after it.
2: I don't do football see- no, that. <laughs> we need to make a T-shirt that has that. I'll tell you what, Bowman, yep. I'm going to stick right here with for you. For
1: everybody else's sake, not mine. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm going to stick right here with you, man. Like uh, As we get into the storylines that affect the betting lines for today, so we're getting down uh, towards the final run. Of Major League Baseball, the regular season, get it ready for the postseason, right? So, how do we look at teams that are good, that are heading to the playoffs, right? Like, how do we approach betting them throughout the end of the regular season, whether they've clinched or not? What are your thoughts, man?
1: It's a good question, AB. We've got about six weeks left in the MLB season, but just because a team is currently in the wild card spot or currently in a wild card race, Doesn't mean they're going to win the rest of the games this season, and honestly, it doesn't even necessarily mean that mean they're going to go over five hundred the rest of the season. There's a common misconception that teams that sell at the trade deadline automatically lose all their games, and teams that buy at the trade line automatically win all their games. But we've got to get away from that. Uh, The other thing is, if you take out the extremes, the Dodgers, the Cardinals, the Nationals, and the Pirates, who have been playing very well or very poorly you take out the two top teams every other team since the trade deadline is between 17 and 8 and 8 and 16 17 and 8 and 8 and 16 so what that tells me is even the best teams in major league baseball are losing one in every three games and the worst teams in major league baseball are winning one in every three games so a lot of times you'll see that my goal is to try to hit on one of those big underdogs in one of the three games or sometimes when i think uh, an underdog is going to win the series. I'll play them in two of the three games. So we've got to be careful going. Well, for the last six weeks of the season, just betting on teams that are in the wild card or in the playoffs because they're in the wild card or in the playoffs.
2: Yeah, that's great advice, man. Uh, absolutely. And you know, we'll look forward to not only uh, continued shows of your information. Um, you know, Twitter. You're very good about putting information like that out. Plus, your Twitter Spaces. You know, on Friday, you spoke about just that of saying, "Look, man, these underdogs—they're averaging winning." You know, once every three games, man, and boom, played out exactly as you said. Speaking of Major League Baseball, M Squared, coming over to you. That MLB weather report. I've missed it. I want it. What do you got, buddy?
4: Yeah, somewhat of a slow day. Three spots that we've got our eye on here. Nothing really major in terms of the storm fronts, uh, but in terms of home run boost and run scoring, Cincinnati, Washington, pretty big boost here. About 20 percent home runs, 15 percent overall run scoring. Biggest boost of the day in the home run department is going to come in San Diego, Kansas City. Uh, another warmer day out there in Kansas City here, plus 25 percent is what we're showing here on that one. And then Atlanta and St. Louis, uh, night game here, plus 15% across the board, home run hitting and run scoring. If you have out and about, you've seen the weather. It's probably about 10 degrees warmer than it was the last week and a half or so. We have a couple good hitting days left in the season, and this is one of them.
2: Yeah, it's uh, – you know, I can't speak for everywhere, but, you know, here in Nashville, the humidity's been up. The weather's been up temperature-wise, yeah, so – Makes a ton of sense. Now, Micah, coming back to you real quick, I just want you to hit on. You were talking about offensive lines, right, in college football and really how we saw it yesterday that the team with the better offensive line dominated, right? They won, you know, more times than not. Uh, Break that down, you know, in terms of what you're kind of looking at for week one as we get ready for everybody playing across college football.
3: Yeah, it's the continuity of the offensive line. So this is a nucleus of your entire offense It makes you go. It makes you do things. It makes, takes pressure off your quarterback. And that's why I find early in the season that the offensive line is more important than a, a young quarterback, somebody with no experience. If that offensive line will protect them, that offensive line will open holes like you saw in Northwestern. It just constantly happened over and over again. And the quarterback Uh, had a a really good game throwing the ball as well because he was protected. And that was because four of the five offensive linemen were returning. They're together. They're brothers on the line blocking and protecting. And I find that to be one of the most important things early in the season. So when I look at... What we're coming to this week, we've got seven teams with five starters all returning Cincinnati, South Florida, Pitt and West Virginia. They play each other, Oregon, Stanford and Notre Dame. And then there are 38 teams that have four starters returning. So you want to check that out and be ahead of the game. We'll talk about more of that on the Wednesday show. And I think we did pretty well on that as well. So uh, just something to think about. Uh, It's important right now, you know, after three weeks. The new guys get in line, they know where they have to be and what, but the continuity of being together and knowing what the guy to your left and the guy to your right is doing and being in the right spot all the time is just so important right now. Probably the most important thing to me uh, in college football to start your season.
2: Well, I'll tell you this, man. Uh, It's important to you. It's important to us because you drilled – your college football picks this week and it was spot on that information so well done sir on that all right before we get it yeah absolutely man before we get into our picks and plays for today want to let everybody know we have a running a free nfl Pick'em league again for this season we'll provide an early edge swag pack to the winner give shout outs throughout the season to those folks that are beating us in the standings it's not a requirement but We are playing for St. Jude, so you see the QR codes on the left, QR code on the right to join the league. If you are viewing, if you are listening by podcast, you will see the links in the descriptions there. It's not a requirement to donate, but we are putting it out there. If your heart so chooses to do so, you know what? We'll join you right there donating to them. But if you don't want to, not a problem at all. Come join the league. Have some fun. We're going to talk trash to each other all throughout the year, like we said. Once you're in there and you're beating me up, you know what? I'm going to shout you out on the show. Well done on that one. Yeah. So we're going to have a ton of fun. Come join. I think you'll like it. All right, everybody. Uh, before we get into our picks for today, let's take a quick break and hear from one of our partners.
5: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds.
2: And we are back. All right, we've got one play on the board for you today, courtesy of our man Buckets. He's been on fire, just like our man Micah here. We're going to go Tottenham at Nottingham Forest. All right, it's an 11.30 a.m. Eastern kickoff, so make sure to get this in early because you've got about an hour and 20 minutes until it starts. We're taking Tottenham money line and the over one-and-a-half match goals priced at minus 140. Tottenham, they haven't lost a match, and they've picked up seven points from their first match three matches in doing so they're going to be doing everything that they can to extend their lead over teams, hoping to finish in the top four with squads like Liverpool and Chelsea continuing to struggle. All right. That is our site play for today. Now get into our experts, man, breaking it down. M squared. You got it. Major league baseball play. Hit us with it, buddy. We got
4: we do. Uh, good morning and happy Patrick Corbin Day to everyone out there who celebrates. It is the Cincinnati Reds team total. Over four runs, minus 105. I played this at WinBet this morning. Still available at Caesars and FanDuel. Uh, like it here with the push condition at four for sure. Same win condition. So if you have to play four and a half at plus money, still like the play. Now we're going to get a ton of questions on that, but Patrick Corbin, we've been over this many times about how bad he is. It's incredible that he has a starting rotation spot at this point, 397 actual weighted on base average. Good news is, is he's been a little unlucky. The bad news is, is the expected number is still 380, still making him the worst pitcher in Major League Baseball when we look at significant sample sizes of starting pitchers. And then, of course, we have the weather boost talked about in the earlier part of the show here. Plus 20% home run hitting, plus 15% run scoring across the board. Reds are on the road. That guaranteed ninth inning team at bat. All the things we love to see. Let's go Reds over four runs, minus 105.
2: Man, let's do it indeed. Well done on that, sir. Well done. All right. Michael Roberts, coming over to you. You got a Major League Baseball play as well. Hit us with it, buddy. What do you got?
3: Yeah, when I looked at the schedule this morning, I had this big siren and it just started making noise and (laughs) colors flashing over and over, red and blue lights. I go, what the hell's going on here? I go, oh, wow, that's right. Edward Cabrera is pitching for the Marlins. This is something, you know, I didn't take him yet to to, to win, and I might. I think that's an early game, uh, 12 eastern start time but it's the marlins uh basically i know i'm gonna get a good outing out of cabrera because he's had four starts since, since coming back from injury has not allowed a run yet and it's kind of I, i'm surprised that more people uh talking heads and stuff aren't talking so much about uh, cabrera that they should be but no runs allowed in four starts and then you got the marlins they've got this thing going uh they're batting 185 over the last seven days and they've scored three runs or less in 23 of their last 26 games. Pretty much uh, most of those games have gone under as well. So to me, it just makes a lot of sense. And now I just have to contemplate, do I actually? I mean, it's bad strategy betting against the Dodgers, right? They're 41-9 40, and nine or 42-9 and nine in their last 51 games. It, it's not a good strategy. So I got to contemplate that, maybe figure something out by 9 o'clock this morning. But the under is a go. That's a go play.
2: Yeah, there's a go, indeed. And you're right, man. Like, that's the most difficult part. We talk about it pretty much throughout the week. It's like, well, can't fade the Dodgers. Can't fade the Dodgers. They just keep winning. Like, it doesn't matter, dude. They play at home. They play on the road. They play on the moon. It doesn't matter, dude. The Dodgers just handle their business, man. They're a phenomenal, phenomenal baseball club. All right. Bowman, coming over to you, my man. You're in the maestro spot today. Bring us home. You got Major League
1: Baseball on deck, too. What do you got? Let's do it, A.B. I only got one play today, but we're going to go with the Rays on the money line against the Red Sox. So, Corey Kluber starting for the Rays. His last two starts that he pitched against the Red Sox, he pitched a quality start in both of those two starts. He faced them in April as well and didn't fare as well, but that was in April. Uh, he's going uh, – he's going – the Reds. The Rays are also eight and four against the Red Sox this season. The Rays bullpen is ranked eighth, while the Red Sox bullpen is ranked twenty seventh. Nick Pavetta is on the other side. He's been pitching very well in August, but he allowed seven earned runs in five and two thirds to the Rays earlier this season. The Rays are fifteen and nine since the trade deadline, while the Red Sox are ten and thirteen since the trade deadline. The Red Sox got a couple key players back, including Trevor Story, Tommy Pham, Xander Bogarts, but I still think the Rays avoid the sweep on the road. So we're going to go with the Rays on the money line here.
2: Rays on the money line, indeed, my man. All right, I like that pick. Everybody's got theirs in. You know what that means. Everybody grab your paper, grab your pencil, take a look, recap here. It does look glorious. Mike McClure is on the Reds' team total over four. John Bowman, the Rays' money line, minus 120, as he just broke down. Micah Roberts, Dodgers, Marlins, under seven minus 105 our side play today courtesy of our man buckets tottenham money line plus the over one and a half match goals that is priced at minus 140 the ab pick three today we're going back to the mls and hopefully no one will use another player's head as a kickball today and we can have zero red cards that hurt us in the second half we're gonna go mls atlanta dc both teams have scored minus 160 orlando new york city both teams have scored minus 155 And New England, Los Angeles, both teams to score at minus 175. So, fellas, I think it's all the damage we could do for today. Any parting shots? Any bits of wisdom that you guys have for the audience out there today? Yeah, that's about how I feel, too. Yeah, Uh, Baldwin, you are about to say something. What do you got?
1: uh, I was just going to add on. The only fun stat that I had is that the Nationals have now gone since July 6th without a pitcher win. Um, so I believe that's 30, 43 consecutive pitcher starts, which is by far the record. The next yeah. closest is just 35.
2: Wow. That's pure insanity. I, I'll tell you what, I'll, I'll match you. I'll give one too. Cause you gave a stat. All right. As we approach NFL week one. Okay. When you have an underdog that is playing a divisional opponent in week one in the NFL, since 2014, that underdog is 76% against the spread. And we have six games in week one this year that feature divisional opponents. So just something to think about. Something to think about. But that's all the damage we could do for today. Everybody, thank you so much for tuning in. We'll be live Monday morning, 10 a.m. Eastern, normal time. But until then, just good luck. I wanted to give something, like, insightful and great. You know what I mean? But, hey, just good luck. Best of luck. Cash tickets. We'll see you.